as I'm sure most of you have seen today, we have woken up to the news that beautiful Olivia Newton-John has passed away. Um, gosh, her contribution to cancer research, breast cancer awareness is truly a legacy. She was a survivor and a fighter in every sense of the word. She's been battling breast cancer since 1992. So to lose her after all these years, it, it doesn't get easier, obviously. We're thinking of her beautiful family. I was lucky and blessed enough to do Dancing with the Stars with her daughter, Chloe, back in 2019, and I got to meet Olivia. She would come into the, the back room and the dressing room, and she said my name, and I remember the day she said, hello, Angie, and I was like, this is just, she's an icon, an icon in every sense of the word. Um, she was just so beautiful. She lit up every single room, and she will be so missed, and I'm just sending so much love to her family because I can't imagine how they're feeling. I'm getting a little bit emotional thinking about it, but um, RIP to a true Australian icon, and she will be very much missed, but her legacy will live on. Very sad to hear the news today that uh, Olivia Newton-John has passed away. What an absolute Australian icon. I think the whole country will be mourning. And she was my all-time favourite icon. I grew up and I used to try to tell people that she was my real mother, much to my own mother's chagrin. <laughs> um, so today is a very, very sad day. I still listen to her music regularly. So sending all my love to her family, beautiful daughter, Chloe, Rest in peace, Olivia Newton-John. You're an absolute legend. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Two Girls, One Pod. We have been just counting down the days until the Mars Singer started, and it started this week. It did. We watched it. Yeah, it was amazing. I'd just like to say hi, I'm in Sydney. I'm recording from Gadigal country, everyone. Where are you today, Angie? Wangleboro land. Yeah, welcome. Last night there was a second episode of The Masked Singer, but we're only going to talk about Sunday night's episode of The Masked Singer because we are living in the future, you and I, and mm -hmm. we're recording this on a Monday. <laughs> So when it comes out tomorrow to us, for me, it will be a second episode out that we haven't seen yet. So let's yes. just focus on, to us, for me, last night's episode. We'll just focus on the, the opening night. So this episode will obviously discuss some spoilers. So if you haven't watched it yet and you're saving it, don't listen to this episode because we don't want to upset you and don't add us haters because it's annoying because we've yeah. warned you now. We warned you. We told we, you. We warned you. Uh, you know what? I got so excited for Mars Singer. To be honest, I don't know if it's because I was so tired, potentially glutenized, not feeling good. I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't write home about it. Well, I watched it and I've got to say I wasn't glutenized. I was tired though. Yes. But Oh, my God, it is back. It is back in the way that it is always great. Like, this show is such a wonderful concept and it is such a great way to have celebrities and celebrities on the panel, celebrities on the stage, um, for us to interact with all of them. It's 
so good for everyone of every age. That's what I love mm. about it. Like it's so dorky. I think it's an originally um, Korean concept, which most amazing things come from Korea or Holland. And it's just it's just so brilliant. Like, you know, on the Korean one, they had Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> oh, did they? Yes. And I didn't know that Mel B had done the UK and the Spanish one. She's yeah. been the mass singer, not yeah. the judge. Oh, the UK one has had some amazing names on it. Like, really, you should go and watch the just all the YouTube ones. The American one is, like, insane as well. That's one of my favourites, as you know. But I honestly think Australia is keeping up. We are getting some great people. I mean, they may not mean a lot to other people. Like, last night we unmasked the first one who was the knight, who yeah. if you don't want to know who it is, please tune out right now. Just press forward a couple of minutes. Um, it was Ryan Maloney, Toadie from Neighbours. Oh, mm. my goodness. Did you see that? Mm. It was so sweet how they've just finished Neighbours and everybody's so upset about that and then they've had him to come on it almost as like a little look, I'm still here and I can still do things. And that yes. was, I liked that. I don't even think I had rumours of him being on. No, me neither. The show. So it was such a. Did not have an inkling. It was such a treat. I mean, he wasn't the best singer, but he was a great performer. All of them weren't that great other than um, obviously Mirabal was amazing. Oh, she was incredible, She's wasn't she? She's so good. And then with the blowfly, we weren't sure whether or not it was man or lady. Yeah. Yeah. I think it man. Which. Yeah, and then who was the other one? Zombie. I don't know if I. Oh no, I did hear that one. I don't know if I heard the thong one. Yeah, oh, I think I did actually. I've heard the thong is Bindi Irwin. Not I've heard. This is this is general oh, consensus. That's right. Okay. They guessed Bindi Irwin, didn't they? Yeah, and this is also Twitter. Like I follow Twitter, and there are some really great sleuths on Twitter, especially Leo um, Schrogen, who is the EP of Fifi Fevin um, Nick show, and. He was my AP when I was also filling in for Fifi, so I've kept in touch with him. He is a brainiac when it comes to clues and all of that kind of thing. So um, I just follow him on Twitter. And go, whoever Colin Vickery, who um, used to work for the, used to have his own column, entertainment column, he tweeted last night. I just love watching Mars Singer every year because I get to see what Leon, who Leon says it is, and then I wait for a couple of weeks later for the, all of his predictions to come. True. I'm like, yeah. Do, do they come he get, true? He gets them every time, every single time. So he reckons. So who Irwin. else has he said? Okay. He thinks Emma Wiggle is the zombie. Oh. He thinks Melody Thornton is Pussycat. No, is yeah. Is a Pussycat doll is the yeah. Mirabel. Um, and yeah, that's a good guess. And the one that sang, oh, I can't remember. Shannon Knoll. Even though someone else, I think, guessed Shannon Noll as being yes. someone else. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They think Shannon Noll because, you know, the clues kind of fitted for him. Yeah. What was his song? Who was he? Which one's that? Yeah. Blowfly? Blowfly? Blo yeah, Blowfly. Mm, I didn't get... I didn't get Shannon Noel vibes, but maybe now that you say that. Hi. Yeah. Oh. Yes. What about um, Husey being like, oh, I reckon it's giving me Miley Cyrus vibes. And Abby's like, that's because it's Miley Cyrus's song. And he's like, oh, yeah, that could <laughs> be do it. That would do it. I'm like, bless. He's such, bless he's you. such a dad joke. Like, that's what I he's love about that show. He's such a dad joke. That, 
we've now got Mel B, who is quite the sassy queen, and we've got Husey, who's still the dad joke. And there is a really nice between of that, you know, and everything, you know, and yeah, Chrissy and, and Abby she's... in the middle of that. She's taking it really seriously. Mel B's taking it so seriously because she knows everyone. She loves the name drop. She loves the name drop. She loves it. And she knows everyone, so she takes it super seriously. Abby was actually surprisingly really good because she She would take it really seriously too. I think a lot of people didn't think she was going to come up with the goods of actually guessing and doing her research. And she really did. She's taken it very seriously. And her guesses were pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Well, you'd just be on, like, pure adrenaline. You'd be so excited. Yeah. I think maybe you got to be in, like, such a mood to watch that show and I was so tired and I was yes. so – because I was so excited for it. I was like, oh, I'm yes. not that happy about it. So I'm going to – I'm excited to watch then tonight's episode. Yeah, me too. Because it's, you know, it's my guilty pleasure. Guilty, yeah, me too. Uh, I just – I I count down to it every year. You know, my, I have a friend who can't watch it because of the screaming and Osha yelling. And yeah. she, she tries and she can't even watch the promos because it's just screaming and yelling, you've got the mad singer! Take you it know, off. Take it off. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, every part of it. It's a good part. Pretty much every comment has been like people being like, I can't stand the screaming. I can't stand Osha screaming. I can't stand like all of them screaming. And I'm like, well, that's kind of the basis of its appeal is that oh, everybody sure. screams, everybody gets excited. It's just over the top. It's super American. And we've got yeah. nothing like it. So if no. you don't like it, don't look, darling. Exactly. As Gina Liano would say, I love the rain. No, and she would also say, if you don't like it, darling, then don't look. Just, <laughs> Just don't, don't look. look. Turn it down even. Put subtitles Turn. on if you don't like the screaming. Yeah. I'm passionate. She says I'm passionate. Too. I love I the rain. I love the rain. I'm, and I'm passionate. Do you know who else is absolutely wonderful like Gina Liano? Can I just say, these queens that we see on our TVs and our in our big screens, they are just giving me life, Angelie Bernice. They mm. give me life. You know another woman like Gina Liano who gives me life? And yes, I do know. Go on. Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> Drake, she's taking the dogs. Oh, can you do it? You we do it have than always me. loved her ever, ever since I'm taking the dogs, dumbass. And I dumbass. loved her on Cinderella's story. You're not very pretty. You're not very bright. Like she's just so iconic. Legally blonde, Cinderella story. Bend and snap. Yep, the bend and snap, Stifler's mum. And then I came across a, a meme the other day on, not a meme, just like a post on the Instagrams. And it said, Jennifer Coolidge, she says, I slept with 200 people thanks to the American Pie MILF role. Stifler's mum. That movie that iconic. was so, so huge back then. Like it was 1999. So, oh, God, I was a baby. I probably didn't even get half the references. Yeah. But she was. She no, was like. You're right into it. I was yeah. so into the, the dick and the pie and the sexy milf dick mom. Dick and the pie. We'll just, we'll just tell mom we ate it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so good. Best. Remember last episode, not last episode, the episode last week, we talked about <laughs> gross things that people do. Yes. And the guy with the mac and cheese. Well, yes. it's very American Pie-esque, isn't it? Yeah, but at least he didn't eat the pie after he stuck his dick in it. He just wanted that sweet, warm apple pie feeling on his knob. He didn't then eat I, said pie. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. And you can't blame him. I mean, if it feels good, don't make anyone eat it. No. It should be on a shirt. It should be on a shirt. That was very um, quick. But, do you know, can I just tell you something? I love Jennifer Coolidge. I've never seen Cinderella's story. I didn't even know she was what? in it. What? She gets out of the thing <laughs> that she's Hillary tanning Duff? and she's always eating salmon and she's got these little things on her <laughs> eyes, like little tan things, and she's like, there's something that I need to tell you. You're not very pretty and you're not very bright. I'm glad I got that off my chest. And then she lays back down on her thing or like continues eating her. She's obsessed with salmon. She's always so weird. Smoked salmon or grilled? I don't know. I can't remember. I haven't watched it in a while. All I remember is she loves salmon. Is she her mom? No, she's the evil stepmom, like Cinderella story. <gasps> Oh, you know, she's got the evil stepmom and then the two evil yeah. sisters. She's the evil stepmom. Evil stepmoms eat salmon. And they love salmon for some reason. Like That's she takes the all the dad's, the dad's money and she just buys rich things and she makes her salmon. live upstairs in, you know, the basement and makes she eats salmon and she eats a cookie and she says, mmm, moist. And that's just like the most iconic lines in the film. Wow, I'm, I'm going home to watch it at the Meriton Suites, Kent Street, Angie Kent Street. Oh, you should. Today. But how yeah. iconic is that that she, from playing that one role, has slept with over 200 people? Can you imagine how many young boys wanted to bang her after being Stifler's mum? I, I wanted to bang her being Stifler's mum. young boys. Um, I love that she said that she slept with over 200 people. She didn't say yeah. men. No. Did anyone else notice that? Yeah. Um, she just. There were so many benefits from doing that movie. I mean, there would be like 200 people that I think I would have never slept with. <laughs> That's so good. So that doesn't so mean good. she's. That means she's had sex with more than that many people. That's just 200 from being the milk. Yeah, exactly. Stifler's mom. And she's got the face and the lips and the you cheeks. You've got to do the face. And just, she obviously I can't do was. The voice. I'm very talented normally. This is it's awful. Yeah, that one's a hard one. You, it's because it's deep and it's like really like. I'm Stifler's you mom. You have to like pursue. I'm yeah. Stifler's mom. I'm taking the dogs. I'm taking the dogs. Has she got a little lisp? Dumbass. Dumbass. It's like it's extended S's. Yes. It's my favourite lisp. It's just like this. No, it's not a lisp. It's this. Yeah, that's. You're going like this. That's called a lisp. No, not lisp. No, lisps are all types. You can go lisp, lisp. You know, lisp, Yeah, lisp. but you're not doing the Jennifer Coolidge lisp. Yeah. You're just doing your favourite lisp. Yes, is that? You're doing this lisp. Yeah, is that not? What am I doing? You're like doing like your lisp that you love to do where yes, your little is mouth that not goes hers? weird. No, she's like S's, like really strong like S's. Snakey. I'm taking the dog, dumbass. Yeah, radio. Okay, okay. So she doesn't have a lisp. Not really, just like accentuated S's. Accentuated S's. So she's obviously, she just did The White Lotus <gasps> and she's currently promoting season two, which oh, I didn't even Lotus. know was coming out and they're going to have all new cast, but she is coming back, which is great because she was so cooked in that show and I can't such wait to see what other cooked activities she's yeah. going to get up to. She's such a great character in that show. I mean, she's a really great actress. Can I say that when she was in... Promising young woman. I don't know why I'm doing Snagglepuss all of a sudden. Um, she was in Promising Young Woman. She played the mother of Carrie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan. 
Cassandra. Yeah, she was that really depressed mom. She that was one of the best movies that promising young woman. Oh god, wasn't it? Oh, wasn't it? Just so iconic. That's the kind of movie I want to make. Yeah, I want to do an Aussie version mm. of it. Well, yeah, something similar. I would love it. But yeah, she was the mom so in that, good. and she was just. She, she has amazing acting. A lot of people don't see her as this incredible actress that she's that good that you just think she's not. Um, but she, her, it's her little nuances and her ability to, to keep you absolutely riveted to her on the screen. Yeah. She's good at being awkward. Yes. Making you feel really uncomfortable, I reckon. She is, yeah. And I love her face. I just love everything about it. Remember on the episode of this episode of Sex of the City, she plays. She has a bag line. Yes. She makes little crate these little bags that she, after a breakup. Yes, and they're having a fight <laughs> or something at the party, and she just keeps coming up with a bag. No one wants her freaking bags. No one wants my fucking bags. Yeah. Oh god, She's it's iconic. so good. So many little things. We could talk days. Anyway, we just about Jennifer Coolidge. We could, and we will. Anyway, what about when she? <laughs> Just a whole episode on. Remember that time Remember when that Jennifer Coolidge did this? I can't wait for White Lotus 2 to come out. I hope there is a number two in that one as well because Murray Bartlett was brilliant oh. in the first one, as was his bum, bum bum. And um, all of them actually, all of them. I read an amazing article about, sorry, an interview with the creator and director Mike White and he, he's Ned Schneebly from School of Rock and because he wrote School of Rock as well. Anyway, he was he was interviewed by this guy. I've got to find this article. I'll put it in the show notes for everyone to read because it's such a great interview. You know when you have a, an interviewer who's so good at their job that you see the interviewee just really getting into the interview because they're like... You've really done your research. Well, this interview was like that. He was like, there's so much more about these characters. And he started to break it down, what he thought of these characters. And Mike was like, yeah, yeah. Like, if you go and watch it again, you'll see all that. And the guy was like, yeah, that's what I've noticed the second time I watched it. Or, But I, it, it's a great interview. And um, I think that knowing after you've read that interview, you go into hopefully the second season with a new kind of look at the way he writes. Mm. So pop that in your smoke Sounds and clever. pipe it. Lucky you. Hey, I am lucky. Hey. Hey. You're the lucky. Hey, I am lucky. I love the rain. <laughs> I'm passionate. <laughs> and on that note, well, let's get the hell out of here, shall we? Oh, Nana we've got says things it's to do, girlfriend. To, go to the bowling club with Des and Terry and get, get some scones. Sh- sh- some soup. Get some, some stone maybe some and wood. Cheese and um, sandies. Sandies. Mm. I love a sandy. Sh- Make it with two e's, please. Sandy. Lemonade. <laughs> oh, I love it. Anyway, um, thank you so much for having us in your ears today. Um, explain the Thursday Eps, deep dives into topics. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> listen to my wheeze. Angie, listen. It's so good. Oh, it's a also, remix. It is a remix. Before we go, 
We also want. Oh my god! I'm doing these because I think I'm still riding Liam. Liam. <laughs> I'm not going to explain it. I'm not. I'm not. It's not Liam Payne. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, God. No, thank you. Oh, my God. Okay, look. Thursday is our next episode. Please listen. It's where we get a little bit more curious. Yes. We'll just touch on that when we get to it. I don't think we really need to preempt it. But one last thing that we do want to say is it's actually, well, you'll hear this on Tuesday, but it's actually our sissy's birthday today. <gasps> so happy birthday to sissy. She turns eight years old and we're not with her, but we ho- we hope that she has the best birthday she deserves. Sissy's eight on the eighth of the eighth. I miss her so much, Sissy. I oh my gosh, so she is much. too. And eight, eight, eight is eight. the luckiest number in the Chinese everything. And she is an eight. She's this is the best year of her life. Oh my god, it is. I love Who's her so to much. Sissy? Raise, raise your glasses to Sissy. I'm Bye. Gonna, I'm going to drink this vodka <laughs> to Sissy. Bye. Have the day you deserve. Remix. Angie, listen. Remix. Angie, listen. I think I'm still riding Liam. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>